I may have the details wrong here, but I believe at some point during the court process, one of the things that doomed EA was that they had actually named a play after Tebow. Like in the in the playbook, I guess there was a play somewhere in one of the editions of the game, one of the one of the Florida quarterback draws was named Tebow right or Tebow left. And that somehow damaged their case that they had not been appropriating name, image, and likeness to actually include a player's name either either while he was playing or or after to include his name in the game in, in that fashion, I guess, weakened their their case in in some way. I remember before the 2004 season, and I want to say, if you want to time this, I want to say it was right around the time of the David Irons injury uh, before uh, before that before that season. But I remember going to the Auburn Mall and buying a copy of, I guess it would have been 05, right? NCAA 05 before the before the before 04 the, season, yeah. Before the 04 season. 05, that's, is that, uh, that's Larry Fitzgerald on the cover? Yeah, that that's... That would be correct. I think that's yeah. right. I mean, he was, yeah, because that's the, Cause the, dra- 04 the draft. Because 04 was Carson Palmer. The draft's 05, lineup, 05 yeah. was Larry, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I remember going and buying a copy of the game with these guys who were in the game, you know, players on the players on the team, buddies of mine, who were in the They had to pay their own money to buy, to buy the game. It's crazy and, to think and, about. And then, and then, yeah, and then, uh, and then they had to go be disappointed with, uh, with, their, with their ratings, finding them out. Uh, as they as they plug the game in, but yeah, it's 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 amazing to see how things have changed, and I hope uh, I, I hope there's enough demand, and I hope the the game is uh, you know satisfying to, to the fans to the to the point where it can become something that because because I, I do think, and I don't know what kind of st- you know what what kind of science there is behind this, but I think the lack of a video game has hindered the sports ability to create new fans. Like that's not to say that. They haven't created new fans anyway in college football, but I, I wonder how many they've left on the table over the last decade because they did not have a video game where you could track the sport and follow along and uh, I, learn to l- learn to appreciate traditions and nuances the, the way you could with a, with a really well-done uh, simulation of the game to, to your console. I, I mean – Jordan, I'd, I'd be interested in your thoughts on this, but like I, I think, I think twenty the twenty tens, the growth of soccer in the United States, I think was I think a lot of it got fueled not only because you know you started having premier like a lot more Premier League games and stuff on on TV in America, but like FIFA, FIFA blew up in this country. As a kid who played FIFA from a very young age and felt like he was the only one who played FIFA, you know, I had tons of friends in high school and college who, who played FIFA. I felt like college football missed the boat on that. And I don't know if that's going to, like, trigger, like, a new founding. Because like, college football is obviously a really super popular sport. It's football in America. But, like, I do think there is a generation um, that kind of missed out on this. And, 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 like, I look at folks younger than me and think, like, yeah, they might not have an attachment to college football as much as we did or, you know, obviously older generations did. Well, I think especially when you think about even, like, the group of five as we knew it, you know what I mean? Because I think people, like, really all all three of our ages, you know, we loved going to the MAC and we're going to make Ball State a national title contender. You know what I mean? We, we I used know. to take FCS schools in. That used to be the challenge that me and my dad would, uh, would play against each other. He would have an FCS team. I would have an FCS team. It's like, all right, which one of us can win the national title first? I turned Arkansas State into a powerhouse, and uh, and and 
seeing that football stadium in person this weekend or last night, I guess now seeing that seeing that seeing that football stadium uh, when, when I was in Jonesboro, uh, it, it reminded me of uh, of, of Jordan, you know how how that was just it was impo- it was impossible to get out of there with a win. Jordan, what was what 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 was your is there a team in your head that you're just like that's the one I associate most with with like having a dynasty or like a team that like normal you growing up in Georgia would have never cared about or even thought about and like what like who is there one for you that, that sticks out in your head because I mean you've probably played a billion of them like I have bounced around but is there anyone that's got your like heart more than any other I just always think about Tulane and this was before Tulane was good and I mm-hmm. just remember it's like you know my favorite dynasty I ever did and I was like I started at Tulane made them really good. Then I got the Washington job, so I left to go to Washington. I was at Washington a few years. Then I went to Miami, and I made the U good. And then I went back to Louisiana and took over LSU. So Tulane's always been the one. But, like, I always remember I would always be like Ewell Monroe because they were, like, one of the worst teams on the game. They were always really bad. I'm trying to think. Uh, Had some good ones with, like, East Carolina. So, I mean – I was always like somebody that really liked playing with the lesser teams and tried mm-hmm. to make them good. I remember winning a national title at Maryland, and that was so much fun. Uh, shout out Josh Vitale. I'm sure he's he's tried to do that a couple times uh, over so, the years. So, so I don't know what kind of house rules you guys played with in these in these NCAA situations, but the thing I the thing I vividly remember was from from at least the group that lived uh, in the apartment complex in Auburn and would. Uh, you, you know, we'd, we'd have matchups and things, but you'd, you know, there'd be a coin toss and the oh, winner wow. of the toss, winner of the toss would get to choose. Uh, you can pick your team first or you can be the home team. And okay. the, the person who picks their team first was the visitor. And the rule was that the home team could not pick a better team by letter grade than the visitor. Uh-huh. So, if the vi- so if the visitor chose a B or a B minus, you could not pick a better team than a B minus as the home team. See, that was sort of the the way it worked, and it gave the you know there was advantages on both sides. Advantages to choosing to be at home and and getting to pick the the you know getting to pick the the matchup after seeing who your opponent picked. But you also sort of get to pick the tone of the game by choosing first if it's going to be A pluses or A's or B minuses. You mentioned Tulane. I loved uh, J P Losman. Abs- absolute an absolute monster in in uh, this early early two thousands versions of the game, but but a guy who yeah if you played if you played that style uh, he was uh, you know you'd, you'd you'd sucker somebody in and you know Tulane was probably a B minus or a C plus in that one and most C pluses didn't have anybody who uh-huh. could match up with it with a quarter with a quarterback well, like that guy. And Jordan can attest like when we used to play when he lived here and and like the times that we've met up since then when we would play I. There's nothing I love more than playing somebody who definitely hasn't played the game as much as I have over the years, and, like, I can sucker them into something where I'm like, yeah, like, you know, uh, pick, you know, I'll pick, uh, I'll pick, you know, somebody, somebody like low, but it'd be like a Sunbelt team or a Conference USA team or a Mount West team that I knew I could, I could smoke somebody with, but would be like, a, you know, like a, in the 70s overall. Or like you know what used to be back in the day, like a C minus team, and just I know that I could get them, and they'd be like, "Well, I'm not going to pick a really good team," and then you just go in and just you drag them down to your level, and then you just beat the tar out of them. Like that was always fun, and then that was always more fun to me than like playing like a like a game like right now, like playing a game with Georgia. Like, oh yeah, I'm gonna yeah, you if you know what you're doing, you're gonna kill everybody with it. But um, yeah, I just 
the the team that stands out to me the most, the one I went back to more than other, uh, I don't know why. Um, I think it was just I thought it, I thought their I thought their uniforms and their look was cool, and they had like absolutely no history to speak of. Um, was uh, was New Mexico? I always would play with New Mexico, and I just thought it was really cool because it would be like. You'd win a bowl game in New Mexico, and they're like, "Hey, thanks for winning our first ever bowl game." <laughs> like, I always thought that was kind of kind of fun. And you like local recruits? Nope, don't have any of those. <laughs> like, you're like, like you're gonna have to you're at to work hard here. But I, for some reason, like the New Mexico Lobos, Lobos. And so when they come to Auburn this year, I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna be like, ah oh, man, I, I remember, I remember the days where I was like, all right, Bob Davy, step aside. I'm gonna I'm gonna show you how how to really run this program. Uh, and I want to going off of New Mexico. I want to ask this question to each of you. What is the maddest you've ever been playing NCAA football? Because I'll give you mine just really quickly. I had a mm-hmm. dynasty with New Mexico State, and I was playing on a harder level. I was just trying to – I want to get them to a bowl game. And I can't remember. I want to say I was playing like a San Jose State. It was a conference game. And I'm down like two in the last few minutes. And I'm like, look, I'm not going to be dumb. I'm just going to play for this field goal. We're going to run the clock out, kick field goal, win. I'm lining up. It'd be like a 30-yard field goal. Hand it off to the running back. He goes up the middle fumbles and i lose and i was just so like are you kidding me so do, do either of you guys have one of those that just immediately comes to mind like i cannot believe this is how oh, lost this game I, i'm not saying this because jordan is the is the georgia expert on this podcast i have lost i don't think it was a i don't think it was a national title game it was a conference title game for sure or like a big bowl game i can't remember which one i lost a game one time on a like miracle at Jordan hair type of play where like, I had the I had the pick dead to rights and it deflected off my guy and it like the the computer like warped into it on the other side and scored and I was like are you serious my brother uh I, I do remember one time my brother won a national title on a Hail Mary which was one of the coolest things I've ever seen because it was like 40 45 yards we got it to the end zone but it was like like the ball's just bouncing around everywhere and then somebody just snatches it down it was yeah so I've seen that before, but yeah, I, I remember that. I mean, I I probably threw the controller like through something. Like it wasn't just it wasn't just like ah oh, man that sucks. It was just like I can't believe the because the game because you, when you feel like the game cheated you, you're you're done. Like you're just you're you know you're ready to take on all technology after that. I ate a uh, I ate an Oklahoma hook and ladder style play one time where you know someone hit me and it was it was not drawn up that way but someone late late in the game hit the hit the crossing route convinced my defense everybody was going that way and then lateraled and he happened to lateral it to the fastest guy on the team who was running the other way and just out and outran everybody and I mean this is you know I mean it's been I I feel like Dexter McCluster was involved in this somehow maybe he was the one who got the got it on the on the lateral but but it's it stands out pretty vividly as a uh yeah, as 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 year, years later, a play where I just I could not, and I felt I felt like I knew how Bob Stoops felt, you know, in 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 the moment after uh, after after something like that. 